Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the next level network. How are you? I am great. I'm still coughing. I got to call the doctor again because I did the thing they said, all the stuff they said to do, and we still have the cough and the and the pain there. So we got to work on that and some other things, too. Um, I won't bore you with those because uh, you don't need to know. We're not going to do that. You'll hear the chair moving. Sorry. Um, I really should get a new chair. That's what I want for Christmas. I want a new chair with neck support and one that's not so damn noisy. Is that a thing? Maybe the noise factor can't be helped, but I think a chair with neck support would really help out. So there we go. All right, hold on. We got to move the. I got to move some stuff. There we go. Did you need to know any of that? Is this what they mean when they say I ramble too much? I don't know. Look. We'll get to it in a second, but yeah, we're, we got to, uh, let's, let's let you know what's going on today. Um, oh my God. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait. I debated putting it on the show and, uh, you know, enough people said, yeah, you could probably make that a thing because we got a review on, uh, iTunes, I guess, or Apple or wherever, uh, it came up in my little app there and I'll tell you why I even looked cause I usually do not, uh, but we'll do the review. It's a scathing review. Somebody was mad at me. We will talk about that. I can't wait. I'm excited. I should do that now, but I'm not. We're going to do the song first, and then uh, we'll talk about this guy who's very mad at me. And then uh, the reason I did it, because I discovered a new podcast, thanks to Threads. So we'll do that. And uh, I'll talk about a commercial that I saw the other day for the new Apple Watch and a new feature that really rubbed me the wrong way. Like, it bothers me. And I, I want to talk about it quickly, if you don't mind. We also got a couple of sports things via text on the website, uh, a couple of baseball questions, or one baseball question and another like more broad question that somebody turned in a, a week or so ago, and I forgot to write it down until now. So I'm sorry, but now, at the end of the show, I'm finally going to do it. All right? All right. And then the captain will uh, will join us. By the way, he will do that. I'll, you know what? I'll let you know at the end of the show um, why it's going to be... Why it might be a little different, okay? Different, different's the wrong word. But anyway, we will do all of that. Uh, there you go. That's your menu. Hope you're well. Hold on, I got a hair. I had a piece of my hair, a little gray hair, stuck in the uh, in the windscreen of the microphone, so I just pulled that off. Um, did you need to know that either? I don't know. Do, do you want to know things that, that are going on? I figured you might, and that's why I tell you. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you if you pay me money for this. This is what you get. Well, no, everybody gets this part, but uh, yeah, you know, if you want to pay me money, I'll try to think of more fun stuff to tell you. Patreon.com slash TheMeltingPat. Click on over there. Give me a dollar or $3 a month. You get the show early and uncut and uh, some bonus things as well. All right, so there you go. But we have other things we need to do. We've been here a long time already. We're going to cut some of that out probably, but we have a song from our friends Part-Time Bear. We've not heard from them in a while, but they are back and they are releasing a new EP. Do we know when? Do we get a date for this, by the way? Do we know it, when it's coming out? No, it just says coming soon. If they, um, if they announced the release date, I've not seen it. And I checked like three hours ago. So if they did it this afternoon, I didn't see it. But the EP is called Color Vision. It is upcoming, uh, forthcoming, I should say. 
So be on the lookout for that part-time bear. They're on Bandcamp. They're on Facebook and Instagram. All the links for the things will be in the show notes. So there you go. This is their latest. It is, uh, yeah, we've not heard from these guys in a while. So I was excited when I saw their uh, their name come up. Hey, we got a new song. Hey, hey, we got a new song. They didn't say that, but it, I imagine they do to someone. You know, they might yell it out the window from their apartment or whatever, and uh, that might be fun. So here we go. It is not safe for work. The song is called Han Solo. It's part-time bear. It's the Melty Pack. We're coming right back.
And there you have it. Our friends Part-Time Bear, great to hear from them again. Their song Han Solo, Derry P. Color Vision is coming soon, maybe. Maybe it's already out. I don't know when it's going to come out. I didn't see the date. But anyway, there we go. Part-Time Bear, they're on Bandcamp and Facebook and Instagram and places like that. Go check them out. Thank you very much, my friends. It's the Melting Pat, the next level network. I'm not sure that was close to what the uh, opening riff was, but uh, I I thought I heard a note and just kind of ran with it. So hopefully that was fun for you. It was a hell of a lot of fun for me. That's one of my favorite parts of the show, by the way, and I, I mean that sincerely is when you have a guitar solo or a, or a bass riff or a progression, something that I can sing along to, those are my favorite songs to play on the show because I can go, hey, go check them out, and then... You get a double. Again, I don't think that's the right sound. <laughs> but there you go, part-time bear, Han Solo, <laughs> their new EP, Color Vision. Oh, my God. It's coming soon. I think, I hope, Uh, maybe it's all a ruse. I don't know, but thank you, my friends. You know what we have to do though? I know we just kind of took a break with the song, but I need to break up the tracks. So, and I got to check a thing real quick. So we uh, sit tight. No time will pass for you. You might get a sound, maybe not. Um, I got to take a quick timeout. I'll be right back because I want to talk about this review that I got on on Apple something or others. So we are going to do that next. All right, we're back. We are back. I know that might be a little weird because I I tried to I wanted to do it uh, like have the song be the break and then I forgot to do it. So there we go. We are back to the show. Oh my god! I I I can't wait any longer. I have to do this. So I um I will tell you after why I looked at my reviews because I usually don't. So because we got a review from a very satisfied customer, and I. <laughs> And I, there's a reason I looked at it, and, and I don't want to overshadow that good thing with me tearing this person down. No, I will read the review critically, and then and then I'm probably going to talk. Okay, is that fine? Is that all right with, with all of you? Um, so, all right, yeah, I was looking at my reviews because I saw another, found another podcast, and they said, hey, I rated and, and uh, followed yours. Because, you know, what you do, generally, if someone checks out your show, and takes time takes time to listen to an episode and leave a review is that you should do the same thing. So I went and checked my reviews through my little podcast app, podcast app there, and I was like, oh, maybe they left me a review. And so then I would have to go and figure out how to do that. So uh, they didn't, which we'll talk about, uh, which is fine. That's not an issue, but we're going to talk about their podcast later. But what I did find was that a month ago, we got a one-star review... <laughs> Oh my God, I can't wait. So we got a one-star review uh, last month that I just saw today, and or last night, I guess. And uh, you need some context, though, because this is not just a random person who stumbled upon my show. This is someone who, for some reason, has a weird infatuation with me and is was personally offended by a, a very tame insult that I lobbed their way on Reddit. So I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I used to be kind of active on Reddit. I was in uh, some podcasting spaces, and uh, Reddit bros are some of the worst people online, and I've been online for a long time, and I've never met, I've never been around, I guess, virtually, digitally, a group of people who both get so upset 
about words that are typed at them and don't understand what is actually being said. And so that's why I don't post on Reddit anymore. We talked about that. Um, so I was in the podcasting Reddit, one of them, and the subreddit, I guess. And someone asked, hey, what if, like, have you played, like, I want to do a, a show, an episode about a sitcom, and I kind of want to play part of the theme song. Has it, but it's copyrighted because it's a, you know, real TV show, whatever. So they said, hey, has anyone done this, uh, played music from movies and shows? And if so, what happened? And so I said, well, I've done it several times because I'd done a couple of the movie score episodes and I've done a couple of TV things. And I, I had, you know, throughout the years here, I've played a bunch of, uh, little snippets of, of theme songs and whatnot, and nothing's happened to me. And so that's what I said. Because what would happen if some, if anything was going to happen? The worst really would be uh, I'd get a, an email from someone, you know, WB or Sony or whoever, saying, hey, you used our thing, you didn't ask us. Or, you know, maybe not even like, hey, you used our thing, you know, you didn't pay us or whatever they would say. And it's, hey, take it down. And then you just take it down. Or they just like remove your episode from Spotify or whatever. And I was like, I don't care about that. So <laughs> basically what would happen is they would say, hey, 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 take that down, please. That was our thing. They wouldn't say please. But they'd say, take it down. That's our thing. You can't use that. And you'd be like, okay, fine. And then you just don't do it again. Or you do and you just whatever. Uh, no, no. If someone says, hey, stop doing this, you stop doing it. Because then if you keep going, then you're going to get in real trouble. So there you go. That's my tip for you for uh you're playing little snippets of theme songs so the the dude was or dude or lady or whoever was like hey you know has anyone done this and if so what happened and i said i do this often enough and nothing has happened because they have to know you exist and if you're a smaller show this person was saying they're a smaller show like mine nothing's probably going to happen because they have to be aware that you exist and they have to determine whether or not it's worth it to use any kind of resources on you and so the worst that would happen, like I said, is you get an email that says, hey, you know, take it down. So and I, and like which I'm aware of, like I'm aware that this like I could be uh, contacted about this. But for me, man, I like it just it's worth it because it's not that big of a deal because I don't like not a ton of people listen to the show. Like I don't get seven million downloads a month or whatever or a week or something. Um, and so it's it's worth it for me to be like, hey, here's 15 seconds of Charles in charge. Right. Or whatever the. You know, here's 15 seconds of the Halloween theme or something, or or here are four snippets for Maggie from Titanic or something like that. Um, and it like it's worth it because the, it makes the show more fun for me and for you. And the risk is not very high because they have to be aware that you that you even are there, which many people for me in my case are not because I don't promote the show because I do it for me and I have my core audience and I love them and they're wonderful. And I don't need to go make a million dollars or get a million downloads. It's not a big deal. So that's what I said to the person. Hey, listen, I also do a small show. They're only going to care if they find it. And they're not going to find it because you're, you're not a big enough show. Like just, you know, dropping truth bombs, as it were. And this guy jumped in and he's like, oh, so you like breaking the law. I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I, I get what you're saying, but it's not that big of a deal. So we go back and forth. And I'm like, all right, I, look, I don't need a random dork on Reddit telling me what to do or not do with my own show that not a ton of people are even going to hear. So I, like I answered the question and you jumped in on your high horse, you know, acting like you were changing the world or something. I don't know what the deal was. So go back and forth. And then, you know, it's just like, you're like, I'm a stranger to you. 
So I, you know, I was like, oh, dude, you're a dork. And he's like, oh, so he got really mad about that. Uh, mad enough that he blocked me on Reddit. So I go on Twitter because I tried to respond and I couldn't. And I said, hey, can you block people on, can people block you on Reddit? Because I barely use Reddit. And uh, someone was like, yeah, they can. So turns out he saw that. So not only did he get so mad at me that he blocked me on Reddit, he then stalked my social media to find me other places, saw that tweet, came back to Reddit, unblocked me to tell me that he had blocked me and that he had found my Twitter and all these things. And then... Like it just all right. So I'll enjoy this reblocking, but buddy, I'm not gonna think about you ever again. Like I'll, I'll laugh about it with my wife once or twice. I'll text a few friends. We'll have some some chuckles, and then I will forget about you for the rest of my life. And I was poised to do that, and then I saw this, and it was just like so. Uh, I I saw it today. It, it he did it a month ago because that's when this whole spat happened, and then I forgot about it three days later because I have other things to do. And uh, I don't get wrapped up in online, you know, fights anymore because I don't. I'm 35 years old, so <laughs> so I was checking my reviews because I um to see if I would then have to go back and review this other podcast, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute or several minutes. And I saw this review, and I I got to tell you, I I laughed out loud when I saw it, and. This guy, you know what? Let me uh, let me read it to you first, and then I, I got a couple more things. But I I want to read it to you. Well, we, here's what we're gonna do. I'll go, I'll read it to you, and then we'll go at it critically because I'm a professional. That's what I do, and then uh, I'm gonna make fun of this person. Okay? Is this petty? Probably. Should I even worry? Should I even be worrying about this? Probably not. But I honestly got a good laugh out of this, and several other people have as well. And so, pardon me. I'm talking through. Oh my god. I'm talking through a burp because I'm, I'm a dad and an old man, apparently. And that's the thing. I'm not supposed to do that for years. But anyway, so, I'm sorry. I'm really excited to read this. <laughs> All right. So this is from uh, from a user named RGBlack316. And no, I'm not going to black it out or censor it because you made it public. So there you go. Uh, from October 7th. And it's one star. And it's titled, One of the Worst. I attempted to listen to this podcast, but had to bail almost immediately. The host had one of the most annoying voices ever. His content is rambling and disorganized. He freshly uses copyright material of others without consent. Now, let's do this critically. We're going to, because again, we're professionals over here. We can do this. All right. Number one, I don't think you listened. I don't think that's true. I think you only did this to get the dig at the end about copyrighted music, because that's what you were on your high horse about with me. All right. And he used the same name there as on Reddit. So I'm going to know who it is. Um, and so that, like, it's obvious that you only did this to try to troll me. And really, what you did is make yourself look like a doofus. All right. Sorry. We're being, I'm sorry. We're being professional. Sorry. Okay. Uh, but that's the first thing. I don't think you actually listened. I don't think you actually heard the show. I think you just saw an episode description and made up some stuff after that just to get that line at the end. Uh, one of the most annoying voices ever. Okay, that's fine. You don't like my voice. You don't like whatever. That's fine. You know, should I change it? Should we pitch it up or down? Let's try. What if we pitch it up? We could try that way. Or we pitch it down. We could try that. Or, you know, should I speak a little softer into the microphone like this? Should we do the show in this fashion? Or, hey, should we do it like this? We go, hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, yeah. 
Should we do that? Is that okay? Is that better? Um, that's also not a not a good like rebuke of someone's show, right? Because if you're like, hey, your voice is annoying, that's great, but it doesn't tell me anything. Like that doesn't say, hey, like you're too nasally. You should clean your nose out before the show. That's a fair criticism. Or you cough too much. You should get that fixed. That's a fair criticism. Or like your voice is too deep or you talk too fast. That's a fair criticism. Just saying an annoy like one of the most annoying voices ever. That's the, like, did a, are you 16? Did a 16 year old write this? Because that's that's a, that's a nothing comment. That's that doesn't that doesn't help anything. All right. Um, his content is rambling and disorganized. Well, you know when I saw <laughs> when I saw this, my first thought was, "Hey, wait, man, everything's time stamped." Like it's all, it's all actually pretty neatly organized, save for the beginning of the show where it's kind of a, Hey, how you doing? Here's what's going on with me in this moment. And then we play the song and then we get back to the more regimented version of the thing. Right. And that, like, I've heard this before. Like I I had a review on my live show many years ago. This would have been probably 2012. So it was episode hundred. It was, I actually remember it was episode 160 of the show. And the guy was maybe the first one to say I should do more than one show. We've talked about that before, where people have suggested, you know, you should do a sports show and a talk show and a music show separately and do all those, you know, instead of putting them together. It's like, yeah, well, I did that. And it was only fun when I had the time to do them all. And so I could do a sports show on Tuesday and do a wrestling show on Wednesday and do a talk show on Thursday. And that was fun because they were three different shows at three different times still happening simultaneously in a way. And then I didn't have to worry about, you know, hey, I want to talk about this. Oh, we're going to do that tomorrow. And so now I don't have time. And so the the melting pot is and has been the whole time in its existence, a combination of all of those. And so if I separate it, that defeats what the show is. And so there's a reason I've I've done the timestamps for so long. And I do the sports at the end, by the way, on purpose. Because if you don't like sports, you skip... You know, you turn it off and then you're done. You've already heard the rest of the show. And so I do that on purpose because I know there are people who don't like sports and I separate it that way by design. And so like it's it's the rambling I'll give you at the beginning of the show. I, I do ramble a lot and that's fair. But disorganized, man, it's all timestamps. Like, what are you talking about? The, the timestamps are there for organizational purposes. Like, I don't have to do that, but I do it because it, it makes things easier to separate. So, all right, that, whatever, strike that. Uh, and this is how, I mean, if he hadn't put his name on there, I would have known who this was immediately. He freshly uses copyright material of others without consent. First of all, I don't know what freshly uses means. I don't know what you're trying to say there. Uh, so I'm not really sure where you're going with that. But uh, I think he meant to say freely, but he's too stupid. Maybe he would, you know what I like? I like to think that he was so mad you ever get you ever uh, get into an argument with somebody on on Facebook or wherever, and you start breathing real heavy? And you're like, and you just start typing furiously, and your thumbs slip, and you miss something, right? I think that's what happened with this guy. I think this guy was so bent out of shape because I called him a dork on Reddit that he decided to follow me around the internet for some reason and type that review. Why he made why he wasted his time with that, I don't know. But uh, yeah, freshly uses. We're gonna we'll chalk that up to an angry typo. Because uh, again, or you're an idiot because you might be 16 or so. Um, but yeah, the whole thing was because someone said, hey, I play, I want to play a TV theme song or a bit of a TV theme song on the show, which is something I've done 
and if so, and nothing has happened. And so that was the whole thing that started all this. And also, you don't know that I don't have consent to use the theme songs. You don't know. That's not something you know. That's not something that you could know. So we're going to throw that out. That's You're just mad because I'm having fun with my show, and you're not having fun in whatever you do. So that's really... All right, so we did it. We attacked that as critically as we could. I just... Maybe we didn't. Maybe we kind of mixed in some stuff. I, I just don't understand why someone would spend their limited time on Earth stalking a stranger on social media, listening to the show, thank you, by the way, and then writing that review, which looks like a 16-year-old did it, who was mad at his mom because she took away the Wi-Fi or something, and or took away his Game Boy. I'm that old. Um, and so I, I just don't... I don't understand why you took the time to do that. I don't know why. I'm acting like he's listening because I'm certain he will. Um, so I just... Look, this is not the first... I'm not upset about this. I'm liter- I've literally laughed about this many times between in the last 26 hours or so. And I, I just... <laughs> all I said was, I don't need a random dork online telling me what to do. That's what I said. And that really, that set this guy off. Just sent me several paragraphs in a row about how I was, uh, I don't know. I don't know. what I forget what he said. It doesn't matter. But it was just really strange that, because here's what happens is if you get into a, into a spat online, I don't usually do it anymore because I don't have the time or the energy or the desire to handle any of that. But what hap- what I'll do is if I get into it, if I say like, hey, somebody gets uptight about a comment and I, what I'll do is I'll make sure that they actually read what I said. And then if they still pick out three words and and fill in the rest on their own, then there's no helping. And then I just leave. I just leave. I turn off notifications. Maybe I'll block them. Maybe I'll turn off whatever. And I'll just get out because I don't need to sit here and argue with a stranger online who lives in my phone uh, and worry about that because there's no reason to do that because you're not going to read what I'm saying. And even if you do read it, you're not going to understand the words that are coming at you. Because you're going to take them a completely different way and assume that I'm doing something that I'm not. And so I don't have the, like, I'm not 15 anymore. I don't have the energy to do that. I don't have the time for that because I have other things to do. And so that, like, I, like, I would never leave a, a negative review of a podcast. I wouldn't do that. If someone says, hey, check out my show, I'll listen to the whole episode. I'll do that. I'll listen to the full show and... I'll say, oh, I listened, you know, I like this part, like that part. I'll, I'll send them a message privately, but I'm not going to go and publicly review their show because there's no one's getting anything out of that. I mean, I'm getting a good laugh out of it and getting a fun segment on the show about how losers have no life and are uh, are leaving negative reviews of a show that they probably didn't even hear and <laughs> because I called them a dork once online and now I have the most annoying voice ever and I freshly use content. So... Yeah, I, I just like, I don't know, man. It, it just seems really weird that you spend your limited time on earth stalking a stranger's social media and telling them that you blocked them, like after the, like unblock them to block them again and be like, oh, this is what I did. And then, you know, he Googled my name and found some very public basic information and tried to spook me. I'm like, yeah, you could like, that's my name. You can put in my name and you can find out, you know, some information. That's not a big deal. It's public. I understand. I know how the internet works and good luck with whatever you have going on. Cause it just, it's very funny. First of all, that someone took the time out of their day. Again, their limited time on earth to come at me because I lobbed a, a tame insult at them on Reddit. Um, 
And I, I just, I don't know, man. I, it's very funny, but it's also sad, right? Like what's going on in your life that you have to take the time? And I imagine it probably couldn't take more than 10 minutes, but um, the issue, the thing is not how much time it took. It's that you took the time at all. Like you could have done almost anything else in that 10 minutes. You could have done some yoga. You could have gone for a walk. You could have, never mind. Um, my, my mom listens. We're not going to get gross. You could have done a number of th- any number of things. Could have started a book. You could have recorded a little daily podcast of your own. You could have worked on a song. You could have uh, taken out the trash and done some laundry. You could have gone and played uh, played with your kid for a little bit. You could have done any number of things with that ten or fifteen minutes or however long it is you took to Google my name, and you instead decided to spend whatever part of your day <laughs> leaving a review for the show. And giving me some good laughs. So I I would say, actually, you know what? I will say this. I think you should get a hobby. And I I know you should develop thicker skin. Because it's not healthy to go off the deep end like this. Because someone calls you a dork online. Uh, You should do something else with your time. A little more constructive. Or if you're going to leave a review with the show. At least be constructive in your criticism. At least say, hey, hey man, you talk too fast. Or hey man, uh... You know, I don't like that you take breaks or or I don't like that you talk too long at the top of the show. Just get to it. Like something like that would help. Saying I have the most annoying voice ever, or one of the most annoying voices ever. Sure, you could say that all you want. I don't really, it doesn't bother me. I also can't do anything to fix that unless you say, hey, hey, you need to do this instead. So there you go. Um, if you're out there, RG Black 316, let me know what's up. All right. Let me know. Does this satisfy your craving? for the attention. Here's that attention you ordered. And I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just can't imagine getting so worked up that you go to all this trouble because a stranger called you a dork on Reddit. Uh, but I will say I lost zero sleep to this and uh, I got a lot of laughs and a lot of people I know, a lot of people in my, uh, in my circle, in my audience got a lot of laughs as well. So I guess thank you in a way that you gave me 15 minutes for the show this week when I, it was kind of light 20 minutes. Oh, wow. How about that? Oh, I did repeat myself a couple times. Um, So yeah. So you gave me a a nice little chunk of the show here because we didn't have enough going on, I guess. And uh, there you go. That's that's that. So RG Black 316. Thanks for the review. Thanks for taking the time. But also, for your own good, develop thicker skin. Because there's no reason that you have to sit there and stew about this. I realized this was a month ago, but you know, you did all these things blocked me on Reddit, then then found me on Twitter, then unblocked me on Reddit, then blocked me on Twitter, then left a review of the show, and then Googled my name to find some stuff. Look, it's just a lot of stuff to do just because somebody called you a dork online when you jumped in a conversation you had no business being in. So there you go. And uh, reason number six or seven or eight that I don't post on Reddit anymore. So there you go with that. I thought about putting this in there, by the way. I thought about uh, thought about doing that. And again, I have no issue with you blocking me. I have no issue with anybody blocking anybody on any platform. I've done it plenty. You know, if I don't want to hear or read what's going on with you or or deal with, with whatever nonsense you're spitting out, guess what? Block and I move on with my day. And that's it. I don't go stalking them around other places and, uh, and leaving reviews for just so stupid. <laughs> oh, man, what a loser. Oh, my God. You know, we got a clip for that. What a loser. Get a friend, loser. What a idiot. Oh, what a loser! Yes, we do. Rub the oh, rub the salt in the wound on that one. Oh my God. 
I don't know. We probably cut some of that out. It's fine. Um, but yeah, develop thicker skin. And uh, if uh, let me let me send this to everybody. I mean, the whole show goes to everybody. But if you're going to leave someone a negative review, because I know a lot of shows, I used to do it too, ask for reviews and stuff. I don't do it anymore because I, well, I don't check them because I don't get alerts for them. And I, I just don't remember to check because, uh, yeah, the real reason I don't really look at reviews other than they don't come to me directly is because there are plenty of other ways for you to contact me directly. Like you don't have to go through Apple or or Spotify or Google or, or whatever Google podcast shut down, I think. Um, but you don't have to go through a, a, a third party to tell people about my show. You can, I, and I understand, oh, the ratings, that's going to make the rating go down. The buddy, like five people have rated this show. I don't care. Um, but there are plenty of ways to get in touch with me directly. And you could just do that. You could just send me that. Whatever uh, vitriol you want to spit at me, you can send it directly to me. I will inject it into my veins. And then we'll move on. Maybe we'll make a segment out of it. And then we'll it'll be done. And that'll be it. So there you go. Um, what if this guy signs up for the Patreon, by the way? That'd be, oh my God, that'd be hilarious. Anyway, I was as I was saying, if you're going to leave a negative review for anybody's show or anybody's anything, be constructive and be specific. Don't just say, oh, you're annoying. Be like, no, no, you talk too fast. Or you talk, you ramp, you, you know, try to stay on track with your topics. Something like that, right? Because that's something that I can take a note of or they can take a note of, whoever, and work on it and fix it for later and go from there. Just there you go. There's we so we did a couple things there. Uh we read a review, which I said I was gonna keep doing, uh, which I forgot about. Constructively addressed all of his points, I think. Uh we made fun of him for being a loser. And then uh we offered a general tip for all of you if you're reviewing a product or a service or a show, is uh be constructive and be specific about your things. Because otherwise they won't know what to fix. They won't know what a problem is if you don't tell them. Like, if you don't tell them it's a problem, they're not going to know to fix it. So there you go. All right. <sighs> I feel better now. I mean, I didn't feel bad, but I... Uh... <laughs> so I guess what I should say is I feel good about that. I know it was a long way to go. To go there. I probably should have trimmed that down. But I had fun with that. It just, like, the fact that someone took their time to do that because I called them a dork online is just so it's sad. Really? It's funny because it made me laugh a lot and it's going to make me laugh for the next couple days uh, after I edit this and then I'll forget he exists all over again and it's going to be great, but it's also pathetic, right? Like why don't, what are you doing? Find a hobby, go play with your kid, go learn how to play piano, go uh, do some yoga, go shoot some free throws, go do something constructive with your time and don't include me in it. Unless you want to go play basketball, we can do that. I wanted to play. I've wanted to play basketball for a while, so we could do that if you want. But uh, otherwise, just go find something else to do. All right, we are going to take a break, and then uh, I will tell you why I looked at my reviews, and then I'll tell you about a smartwatch commercial that I saw that really uh, it bothered me. It, I, I don't like the new feature, so we'll talk about that. We'll take a break. We will come right back and do those things that I just said right after this. Okay, so the reason that I even looked at my reviews, because again, I don't, because there are ways to get in touch with me, and I prefer you use those, because it's easier to do, uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, the reason I did it is because I was on Threads the other day. I mentioned I've been on uh, Threads, which is, uh, I guess, the Instagram, Facebook version of Twitter, which is good. It's uh, People are getting back into it, which I like. It's uh, a little better. I'm enjoying it. So uh, what, are pe what people have been doing is doing, like, hey, algorithm, connect me with people who do this. 
and I did it. Got me a couple of bands, so that's great. Like, hey, connect me with people who like true crime or pop punk or whatever, right? Baseball, anything, right? So, or video games. So I saw one and I saw a podcast and said, hey, I'm going to, you know, connect with podcasters today. And, you know, I'll leave a, I'll rate your show. I'll, I'll follow it on whatever. And we'll do that. We'll, do, you know, do that. Like I said, when you leave a review of, of someone's show, the general courtesy is that they do it. They do the same. Or if someone reviews, reviews your show or follows your show is you extend them the same courtesy of doing that right? Because that's, you know, the numbers are important in some way to somebody. So there we go. So I did that. And the show is called Haunted History with Megan Alda. And do we have a clip? Can we put a clip in there? Yeah, why not? Let's do, uh, we could probably do 10 seconds, right? Let's do, uh, well, we could probably do more. I don't think Megan's going to be mad if we play more of her show. But here's a little bit of uh, Haunted History with Megan Alda. History is peppered with dark and disturbed characters. People who left unchecked, exercised untold horrors onto the unsuspecting, the marginalized, and the vulnerable. Often, these folks operated from positions of privilege and power, as we saw last week with our tale about the blood countess Elizabeth Bathory. One man in particular, a precursor to Elizabeth, if you will, takes the cake in terms of bloodshed, madness, and overall mayhem. This man, a perhaps lesser-known counterpart to history's true crime heavy hitters, is alleged to be the fabled inspiration for the fairy tale character Bluebeard. And that is from her episode on October 31st. Her show releases on Tuesdays. You can follow it on Spotify and all the other places. I've not listened to her latest one yet. I just downloaded it, though. Um, because it's uh, I'm I'm interested in what she's putting down, and so yeah, the reason I looked at that is because I figured, oh, if she left me a review, then I would have to go back and figure out how to do that, and then leave her a review of her show, which I still should do, honestly. Um, so if I figure out when I figure out how to do that, I'm gonna do that, and I, I put it on the show to keep myself honest. So when I edit tomorrow, I'll remember that I said this, and I'll have to go figure out how to do it. Um, but yes, haunted history. With Megan, you know what? We should read the description. Hold on, we're going to pull that up right now. All right, this is from her uh, the Podbay page, and Podbay is where I get a lot of my shows to download to my computer. Anyway, uh, Haunted History is a story by the fireplace style podcast that explores people, events, and even ghosts that have haunted us throughout history. Narrated by actress Megan Alda and written by Chloe Kibble. I hope I said that right. I'm sorry, uh, or is it Kibby? K i b b e. There's no L. Sorry. Sorry, I got my contacts in and they're moving around. Um, Each episode takes listeners on a journey through time, exploring true events through a captivating storytelling experience. From 16th century Countess serial killer to the curse of the Poltergeist movie franchise, Haunted History has all your macabre needs covered. So there you go. That is part of the Audio Jam Network, I guess. Is that a thing? Hold on. Oh, wait, there's a URL. Hold on. It is a hauntedhistorypodcast.com. There we go. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And can I leave a review over here? No, it doesn't look like I can. Damn it. All right, I'm going to find out how to do that. But that's why I looked at my reviews in the first place, to tell you about Haunted History with Megan Alda. So there you go. I listened to one episode, and I loved it. I was very interested. It was about a French serial killer, maybe the first documented serial killer in uh, the history of France or ever, anywhere. I don't know. Um I forget that part. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> my short-term memories evaporated. I have a two-year-old. I'm sorry. All right. But there you go. Haunted History with Megan Alda. 
That's what I wanted to bring up to you today. And we wanted to separate it from that thing. We were making fun of that guy. So uh, let's put this here. And then there you go. So now you have a new podcast to listen to. If that's your thing, if you're into that sort of thing, go check it out. And if I mispronounced anybody's name, I'm very sorry. All right. So now that that's, we got the good stuff there. That's in. That's in. No, I was going to say out of the way, but no, no. That's in. We wanted to do that. That's good. We handled that business. And I want to tell you about a commercial that I saw the other day. And it, it bothered me. It just, I don't know why it bothered me so much, like enough to put it on the show and not just the newsletter. Uh, but I saw a commercial for the new Apple Watch. And it was like, oh, somebody's alarm is going off. And they tapped their fingers. They're thumbing their index finger together. And it shut off the alarm. Or they were getting some kind of alert from their app, from like their, their walking app or whatever. And it was like, hey, beep, beep, hey, buddy, whatever. And they go, they you know, click their fingers together and it stopped. Or they set a timer and click their fingers together and it stopped. Or they set a, like they got a message or something and it, you know, they clicked their fingers together and the watch responded to the movement of their fingers being, you know, going together and was able to, to react and, or was able to, uh, you know, turn off the alarm or, or mute the sound or whatever. And, you know, I don't have an Alexa. We don't have Alexa or a Google whatever, uh, our TV did have a voice remote thing, but that doesn't work anymore, which is fine. Um, I, j I just don't need, like if I need to change something on a gadget I have, I can do it with my hands. And like, sure, I pick up my phone and when I want to search for something, if I don't feel like typing or like if the kid is in my lap with my other hand, I'll just say whatever it is into my phone. So I'll do that. But if I have to like turn off an alarm or you know, reject a call or look at a message or whatever. I, I feel like I shouldn't have, I should just like do that on my actual phone. And I don't have a smartwatch. I don't even wear a real watch. So I guess I don't see the, I don't see the appeal of a smartwatch. It's not my thing, but it just felt really weird to me. Like I, I just, I don't need my, is this, is this the rambling part? Um, the disorganization, I should say. <laughs> Oh, man. Keep on melting with the rambling and disorganization. There we go. Uh, we just combined two catchphrases. I I just don't need my gadget to be that aware of me, right? Like, I don't need it. I don't need my fancy gadget to respond to a movement that I make. I, I think that's just, it just doesn't, that doesn't sit right with me. That doesn't work for me, brother. I, just, I don't get it. I, just, I don't get the fascination with, you know, needing your thing to react to what you're doing. I just don't like to unlock it with your face. I don't like that either. That kind of bugs me. It's weird. Not that it's like, I don't know, man. Like, is that a security thing too? It might be. I don't know. Like it just, I, I just don't need all of my accounts and gadgets and devices and things to be connected to each other, I guess is what I mean to say. Like, I don't need to be able to, to wave my hand and have something happen with one of my gadgets unless I'm physically doing something on the gadget. Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. It's never been my thing. Like I saw, not to get political, but I just think this is creepy. Um, the new speaker of the house, whatever his name is, has uh, a couple of years, a year ago or so said, hey, I have uh, this software that, you know, I have an accountability partner, accountability buddy, and accountability buddyable. And, you know, it's if I, whatever I'm looking at on my device, it goes to my uh, accountability partner, which is my son. And, you know, if something objectionable comes up, he gets, they get an alert. I'm like, that is weird as hell. 
that is weird. We do not need all of our uh, all of our data connected to all of our devices, especially if it's run by a third party and not uh, not your actual phone. Not that that's I'm not sure that's much better, but I don't need like because my data is already with the apps I'm using. I don't need to add it to another thing, right? Like Google has all my stuff. And like, if you have an iPhone, Apple has all your stuff and whatever your, you know, Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and whatever, like they have your stuff. They have your information. It's there. You volunteered it. We signed the things to become human sentipads. Like we all signed up for those, right? If you signed up for any of those. So I don't need to have another one come in and oversee all of that. Because that's what the thing is. It's like it's overseeing a whole thing. We're getting off track, I know. But it's related in that I don't need all of my smart things, devices, gadgets, accounts, whatever, to A, connect to each other, and B, or I guess A, uh, react to my hand movements like it's an Xbox Connect, and B, uh, be connected to each other so that someone else gets my data on top of everyone else who already has my data. So a little bit of a, um, a, little bit of a double whammy there on uh, technology and how I think we've, uh, I think we've, we're, we're losing the game. I think where's what we're doing. Um, like I've lost the thread on this topic. No, I, <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't need to have my smartwatch. Like I don't need to be able to tap my fingers together and have my watch react to that. That just seems like too far. No, am I being paranoid here? Like, is there something, uh, I'm sure there's a good reason that someone would need this. I just don't see what it is from sitting here. I saw the commercial once I've not looked up anything. I have no plans to get a smartwatch, but the commercial, like it just like tapping your fingers together to make your watch react in some way. Just really that's too far for me. I don't know. That's weird to me. That's all. I just, I don't get it. If you have a smartwatch and then you have this tech, this feature, um, let me know why you use it or if you use it and like, what is the benefit for you? of being able to tap your finger together and have your tap your fingers together and have your watch react to whatever you just did. So is that maybe I'm, there's something I'm missing. I'm sure uh, there's something that I am missing from this feature that there's got to be a reason why there's a whole commercial for it is that people must want to use it and must need it for something. So let me know if I'm missing a, uh, missing the point here and uh, we'll come back and we'll, you know, I'll, has they all look at the egg on my face because I missed this important thing. So let me know. Yeah, if you have a smartwatch and you can tap your fingers together to make it react and do something, uh, let me know if you have that. And if you use it, is it a good thing for you, I guess? Like, do you find a benefit, see a benefit in being able to tap your fingers and have your watch react? Let me know. All right. All right. <sighs> I'm thirsty. Let's take a break. I got to get some chapstick. And check one more thing. And so we'll come back and we'll actually, you know what? We're going to do sports on the other side. So if you do not like sports, this is your time to go. Because we got a, uh, a text, a sports question via text, and another one kind of via the website. And then the captain, and then that will be, blah, 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 will be that for the show. So if you don't like sports, thanks for coming. I appreciate your time, any and all of you. And I'll talk to you soon. For the rest of us, we'll do sports right after this. Okay, we are back. If you don't like sports, then it's time. Well, you're already gone because I already told you that uh, you don't need to be here for this part. But for all of us, well, first, um, I did mention that uh, one of the outcomes that could happen with the Rangers and the Diamondbacks World Series is the Rangers 
could have clinched before the show came out, and they did. They, in fact, uh, won the World Series the day I recorded. So congratulations to the Rangers. Good stuff. Um, good for them. First World Series title ever. I don't know where I was, what other words I was trying to say there with a little pause, but first title in their history. So congratulations to them. Good stuff for them. Um, you know, of course, so am I going to be, what am I going to do? Be mad that my team didn't win? I'm, I'm bummed. We talked about that. But uh, no, go, go, good for you. Good for y'all. I love Bruce Bochy and um, good for them. All right. So there we go. We got that uh, cleared up. And we got a question that uh, came in via text. If you'd like to text me or leave a voicemail, 209-867-7638. Do the thing over there. I'll ask you, I'll answer your questions or ask a question you'd like me to ask the people. I will do that too. So let me know what's what. But this one says, hey, Pat, I have a question for you that won't require any research. Thank you for that. Um, I know you're a baseball guy. So how do you feel about bullpen games and teams using openers? Now, if you don't know what this means, what a bullpen game is or what an opener is, I will explain it. So normally a team will have five starting pitchers where that guy will get the ball every fifth day and you expect him to go six or seven innings. Well, now maybe it's five. With the way, with the way, see, here's the thing with, um, with sabermetrics and analytics and things like that is that the numbers say, hey, guys generally do worse when they face the, the lineup a third time. And so it's less about go five, six, seven innings and more about, hey, just try to face the lineup twice and use as few pitches as possible and don't get hurt. Good luck out there. And so what a lot of teams have done, the Rays started this a few years ago is they started using an opener. And so they would use a guy, a reliever for, or like their, their fifth starter or whatever. And they would use him for an inning or two and he would get, you know, eight, nine guys. So he'd get maybe, yeah, I guess two innings, which would be like six, seven, eight hitters, whatever. So you'd get a certain number of hitters and then he'd be out. And then the, starter technically would get in there and you try to get him to go, you know, three, four, five innings and let the bullpen take the rest. And at first I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, you get a guy in, take him out before the hitters get used to him. So now they got to face a new guy. I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's all right. It Like it makes sense, I guess, you know, analytically sure, but it's not very fun to watch. Like it was cool at first, but then I'm like, all right, this probably should have died off after like half a year. And they've been doing it for like three years. And now other teams do it. And it's like, all right, just, oh my God, find five starters, people. Stretch these guys out. Find five starters. It's just like, then people do bullpen games where it's like, okay, we're they did it in the damn playoffs where it's like, okay, this guy gets seven hitters and this guy gets eight hitters and this guy gets whatever. Like this guy gets two innings or three innings or whatever it is. And then we go to a reliever. This guy gets four hitters and we go to a reliever. Like, all right, but like, if you're a professional baseball pitcher, the idea, like, okay, the idea that a reliever is a specialist makes no sense to me, and it never has. Because you, you're paid to get guys out. And if you can't get guys out anymore, guess what? You're not going to be on the team. Like, I don't want a guy who can only face lefties. And that's kind of out the window these days because the um, the league instituted a three-batter minimum for relievers. But there are still guys who are like, oh, we'd rather see him against lefties. Well, if he's good enough, it shouldn't matter who's up there. You should be confident that he's going to get somebody out when you need him to as a reliever. 
right? Just maybe that's a little aside, but okay. Short answer. How do I feel about bullpen games and the use of openers? I hate it. It's stupid. Find a starter who can go five innings and figure it out from there. Like this whole thing of like, oh, this guy gets two innings or six hitter or seven hitters, or this guy gets about 15 hitters and then he's done. Well, yeah, great. If he sucks, then he only pitches an inning and two thirds and he's faced 20 guys. Well, then guess what? You got, you know, however many outs to go with relievers you weren't expecting to use today. And so it's just like putting these leashes on guys. It it can't do them any good, right? Developmentally or, or you know, psychologically. Like, okay, we got to go out there and do this. It's a different mindset, I'm sure. But it just, I I don't know, man. I, I, I don't like it. I mean, yes, I could probably do some research and find the data that says, hey, you know, these teams that do that switch out their pitchers, they actually win the games because the hitters are off balance because they face a different guy every time they go to the plate. And sure, you could do that, but it's not very fun to watch. Like when I was watching the Phillies Diamondbacks, of course, it wasn't fun because the Phillies blew it. But like the Diamondbacks and the Phillies were doing it too. Like, okay, he faced four hitters. That's it. And then he gets pulled. And then we get another guy. And he always faced three hitters. Okay, he's done. And then we get another guy. And then it's like, oh, well, he didn't get out of the inning, but he faced his four hitters. So we got to pull him. It's like, all right. I mean, just like there is something to be said. And I know the the nerds are going to be upset about this, but there's something to be said for the feel of the game. And I just, I think it's been lost or if not completely, it's being lost in these analytical approaches, which again, I have nothing against analytics as a whole, as a whole. I really don't. I think, you know, there are a lot of more, a lot more ways to, uh, to evaluate players and, and things like that. And I think that's pretty cool, but I do think you can rely on it too much. Like I saw a meme the other day and it was like a, the Rays manager and it was Bruce Bochy, the Rangers manager. And the, the left side was the Rays. And it was like, we have to use their relievers because their stats or their percentages are and <laughs> And the other side was Bruce Bochy, and it just said, LOL, it's time for our closer to pitch. <laughs> I just think, you know, these older guys, like, yeah, you could say, oh, they're they're not embracing analytics. They're going to fail. Bah. And sure, maybe that's a thing. But at the same time, you got to be able to to trust the guy to go out there and get you get you all the outs you need, right? You got to be able to trust the guy every five days to go out and get you five, six innings, right? Or if he doesn't have it, then you go, you know, you adjust from there, but you give a guy the ball every fifth day as a starter and you generally expect him to get to get into the sixth inning, right? Maybe that, again, maybe that's changed with how these guys are, are worked and how they, um, they don't see hitters a third time during a day and things like that. But I just think that there, there has to be, I don't know, just find five starters. Like there's no reason why you need to have a bullpen game in the world series. Find five starters. You're like, get these guys to start, and get them comfortable starting and have the confidence that they can get the outs you need. Like, there's no reason that they should be getting, you should have, you know, seven pitchers in a World Series game unless somebody gets hurt, right? You shouldn't plan to use seven pitchers in a World Series game because you should have trust in the starter to get you far, get you further and have trust in your middle guys, your middle reliever guys to uh, to get the guys out, right? You don't have to switch, oh, we need to get our this guy in because he... And it's just like... All right, if you can't get guys out, he shouldn't be pitching in the World Series, no less. I just so so what do I how do I feel about it? I hate it. It's stupid. And maybe I'm a stubborn kind of older school fan. I, I grew up in, you know, pre-analytics and whatnot, but you know, and again, I do appreciate them to a point, but at the same time, you kind of have to feel it out and go, hey, maybe we should uh get another starter so we have actually 
a full rotation of guys and not have to worry about relievers. Cause then you get to the end of the year and these guys are gassed because they've been going every fifth day, two, three innings, and you need them at the end of the season and they've, they've hurt themselves or you've, you know, we've used them three days in a row. We can't use them when we got to get outs in game seven or whatever, right. Or in, or in an elimination game, some other place, because you've already taxed their arms because they've been doing these bullpen games all year. And instead of using an actual starting pitcher or two, to uh, to give give guys some rest throughout the year, it just I I would rather they go the other way and use six starting pitchers instead of five, because the Phillies did that over the summer, and because last year in the World Series their pitchers just ran out of gas, and so they decided to come to combat that in the summer by going to a six man rotation. So now you pitch every sixth day or seventh day with off days and whatnot to so get a little more rest for your arm, and then. You go out and you're, uh, you know, fresh as a daisy when it comes to the playoffs. And for the most part, they were, and it worked until it didn't, you know, until the till the bats stopped hitting anyway. Um, so I preferred to go the other way and find five starters or six starters and, you know, and this closer by committee stuff where it's like, oh, sometimes this guy closes, sometimes that guy closes. No, what you should do is have a guy who you're confident enough in that you can send him out in the biggest part of the game at the end of the game, whatever, and say, this is the guy we need right now to get us these three important outs. And, you know, maybe maybe I'm kind of bending on that one where, like, the big outs could be in the seventh inning, so you bring in your guy. But you still need a guy who you can go to at the end of the game and say, okay, we need three outs as close to a clean inning as you can get. Go out there and get it, and it should be one guy who can who you can for sure rely on to do that. So, yeah, I'd, I'd rather they go the other way. I hate the opener. It's stupid. I hate bullpen games. They're not fun to watch. And uh, it's just, it's a bummer that things have gone this way. But that's where we are. I blame the Rays. I blame the nerds in front offices too. Maybe not the Rays as a whole, but I blame the nerds in front offices. Yeah, find five starting pitchers and let them go. Trust that they are going to get the outs you need. And if not, then find someone who will. But these bullpen games are stupid and I don't like them at all. All right, so there we go. That's your, thanks for the question. Again, 209-867-7638. Send yours my way. And real quick before we go, I hate the idea that a system player like, oh, this guy sucks. He can only uh he can only thrive. Like people saying it about um I guess that well they said it about Tom Brady for a long time. They're like, oh he's a system quarterback. He can only do well in the Patriots system. And it's like, well yeah, that's why they did so well. I mean and the cheating. But the <laughs> maybe maybe Tom Brady's a bad example. But it's like oh he's a system player. He can only do well in one system. Yeah, well, then it's a good thing he's in that system, then, isn't it? Because they're doing well. Like, the whole point is to try to find the best people to help you win games. So if he can't win somewhere else, that doesn't matter because he's in the place where he can win and do well. And it's just like, oh, we can only do well. That's great. That's great. The staff, their job is to maximize the strengths of the players that to use to win games. Like, oh, Lamar Jackson can only, you know, can only do, uh, do what he's doing with their system and their offense. Yeah. That's the point. That's the idea. Like, oh, this guy, or I'm trying to think of a basketball player, but uh, maybe it's a little different. But, oh, this guy can only do well with this coach and this this staff and these plays and da-da-da. Yeah, that's the idea. The point is to find the right people to make the uh, the game plan around the players you have. And, yes, it's not going to work for everybody else. And, yes, the guys who do well in your system might not do well in somebody else's. But you know what? The point is for you to win the game with the players you have on your roster. 
And by maximizing their strengths, you give everybody the best chance to do that. And the idea that, oh, this this won't work somewhere else, that's great. It doesn't have to. It has to work where you're using it with the players and personnel that you have at your disposal. So just the idea of a system player is stupid, and I hate bullpen games and openers for baseball. So there we go. Thanks for the question. Somebody sent that to the website a few weeks ago, and I just... I don't know. I just thought about it now. I just remembered to write it down. So sorry for the delay. My bad. Sometimes I forget things and uh, that's how it goes. All right. All right. Um, that's all for me today. That's all I have to tell you for today. We've, uh, I just opened something I didn't want to open. But anyway, that's it. We did all the things that I wanted to do. So now, uh, by the way, this will be, there's the updates I said last week. They're not usually timely because I don't have time to do things on Saturday. So he sends them on Thursdays. But this week, he said he's sending it on Wednesday so because so I can have the show ready by Thursday. So things might have happened by the time you hear the update. I'm sorry about that. If you look forward to hearing an up-to-date thing, uh, this unfortunately is not the place for that. But in any case, <laughs> the note here is that sports fans are dumb from the last thing. And then the segue is, you know who's not dumb is the captain who will bring us the knowledge and the positivity, and all the good things. So even if they're bad, he'll find a way to make it sound fun about the Fly Guys. So, um, again, a couple days behind. It's just how it's going to work. So, good sir, let's do it. The floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, hey Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Ooh, man. Yeah. Ooh, guys. Welcome back to another update. And I just want to remind you that last week I tried to tell you the Flyers were really riding high, but they are going to regress back to the mean. And that is what we saw over these last few games. The Flyers played really, really well, but also very poorly at the same time. So let's take a look back. So the Flyers ended up beating the Sabres 5-1 to last Friday. Probably one of their more complete games. The Flyers really took that to them from beginning to end. But unfortunately, the next night, the Flyers ended up losing 5 to nothing against the Kings. Now, the little preface is that Carter Hart is hurt. You know, they're playing with backup goaltenders. But at the same time, this is the time for young players. And this team is very young to get this NHL experience, to learn what it's like to be in the NHL. And finally, learning how to build through some resilience. Like this, you know, building up that resilience is what it's all about for young players in the NHL. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do. So looking ahead, Flyers going to take on the Sharks. Then they're going to be taking on the Ducks Friday night. And then taking on the Kings, that rematch, to see if it gets any better on Saturday. And then finally, they're going to be taking on Carolina Wednesday night. So the Flyers have some pretty tough games coming up minus the Sharks the worst team in the league but we'll see how they can respond and hopefully get Carter Hart back pretty soon so guys that's it for me here inside the melting pad on next level radio thank you my friend in case you missed out in case you had something to do it's the melting pad next level network and we played a slap shot sound or something like that not from the movie an actual slap shot sound anyway um we don't want a chance having two movie things in one. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, yeah, there you go. Fly Guys update. Not uh, not as up to date as we'd like, but it, that's how the scheduling works. We appreciate the captain's hard work nonetheless. All right, we are good to go. I am all done. 
Oh, gosh. This was fun. We had a lot of fun. I, I like making fun of people who uh, who get mad at me, and that's always good. Um, my thanks to everyone for the questions, the sports thing. Sorry if you hate sports. That's where the questions came from. If you have a question or a comment or an observation, you can reach out to me directly. All the things are at themeltypat.com. You can send a text, 209-867-7638. Leave a voicemail at that number as well. Um, the contact page at the uh, website is the best way because I get notified twice. So let me know what's what with that. Let me know what's going on with you, with you. And if you have any questions you'd like me to ask the people and get some fun answers, you let me know that as well. Hey, real quick before we go, I forgot. I thought about this while editing yesterday, and uh, then Jen texted me about it, said, hey, here's a show idea possibly. So I want to put this in now and just uh, keep it in your ear. I'll, I'll put the question up on Sunday or Monday, uh, but keep it in your brain. I would like you to A, Leave a review, a, a fake review, a one-star review. Send them to me. Don't leave it on the actual thing. Send it to me. Leave a fake review, a one-star review, a scathing commentary on a product or a service or whatever, and send those in. Send that in. Those in, and let me know. And then, if you feel so compelled, B, leave a review for my show and uh, pop a five-star or whatever you want to do. Um, no, the idea was that I would ask you to leave five-star reviews for my show. And uh, I actually, it's funny, because Jen texted me yesterday about this idea, and I actually just got a text this morning that said, hey, where can I leave you a five-star review to counteract that loser who gave you the one-star? So I am going to look that up for you, and I will let you know. I'll post it on the socials and whatnot. Uh, so that's one thing, is five-star reviews. Of course, I'd love them, but I feel weird asking for them. I think that's it. But now that someone else has asked and, so, and someone else else suggested, I figure I can put it on the show and be fine. I look up how to do that, how to send, like, I, I'm sure there's one link I can send you that'll let you review it. Or if you have your own, if you have your podcast app, I think there's a, there should be a section to review the show there. So do that if you feel so compelled. Now I feel less weird because someone else asked and <laughs> someone else suggested. So that works for me. But the question for next week will be leave a one-star review for a product, a fake one. Don't like don't send it to them. Send it to me. Your fake one-star reviews of a product or a service. It could be this show, it could be something you bought, it could be your TV, it could be whatever, right? Make that decision on your own and uh, I would like you to leave a one-star review. Thank you to Jen for the suggestion. I think it's a fun idea. Um we probably thought about it around the same time, too. When uh, <laughs> So that's fun. So there we go. Yeah, leave a fake one-star review. That's the question for next week. So uh, let it simmer in your brain. Think about what you want to do. And I'm sorry I sound really tired because, uh, well, my son doesn't sleep. So there we go. Leave a fake one-star review. Send it to me, a fake one-star review of a product or a service. And if you feel so compelled, leave me a five-star review. You can do that. I will find out how to how to send that over. I think you could do it on your on your own podcast apps. Podcast apps? Yeah, we did that joke already. If you can't, let me know, and I will look up. I'm sure there's a link somewhere for you to do that. I'll look it up, and if there's not, then I don't know what to do. But I will find out for you, okay? All right, shoehorn this in. Shoehorn this in there. I don't know. Here's a coin, and we'll get back to the end of the show. All right? All right, we're good. Thanks to Part-Time Bear for the tune. Check it out. Han Solo, go get the thing where you get your tunes and their EP Color Vision will be out soon. Maybe. I hope. It's coming. 
It's coming at some point, and it's going to be great. Thank you to our friends, Part-Time Bear. Thanks to you for listening. Sign up for all the things at TheMeltingPat.com, the newsletter, the Patreon. Leave your feedback. Connect with me, just me right here directly, and we'll do the thing. All right? All right, we're going to go. We out of time. Um, should we do G-Love? Let's do mine, but check out G-Love and Special Sauce at philadelphonic.com. It's been weeks. They don't, I don't think they care. Um, so here's my thing, and then we're going to go. All right? Thank you very much. This has been an 8 Boiling production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. That is all. Thank you so much. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the next level network. Go crap open a cold one.